welcome to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Hi, it's all. August 9th already. When do you start school? Ha! <laughs> 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 I've had to work all summer, so mm. I, I don't get to laugh. Look at you. Welcome back, everybody. Oh. We're back after a short hiatus. We did. We took a week off. We had a quick little family, break, break family, in the regular program. Family issue and family issue. Family Things first. Happen, you know, last minute needed to handle some stuff, and we did. We right. we did what all athletic trainers do, and we adjust. We did do the best we can. Hopefully, everybody else could adjust nicely, and now they're ramped up for, you know. Another great show. Episode 229. What? 229. That is a lot. What does that make you think of? 229? Absolutely nothing. Um, uh, you're doing good? I'm doing all right. I'm go, 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 go. Yeah. T minus about a month until I probably have another kid. So all of you parents of multiple kids, I'm going to join in your clan. See how that goes. It'll be all right. I'm, the first one's still alive. First one's still doing it. So, Run second it. one is like your seasoned veteran now. I know, right? I mean, Abe's practically running at this point. It's wild. It's probably high jumping, Pretty long soon. jumping. Oh, he's going. He's going to be very soon. I caught him in a plank the other day. Really? I was like, all right. Like, look at you, high plank, low plank. Yeah, high plank, high plank. He has this tendency. Make that sound dirty. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. He has a tendency to scoot on over or walk over now to our dog bed. And then he just falls over because mm. it's soft, right? And then I've caught him like he like pushes himself up and he just holds himself there. And I'm like, all right, like crawl because he's never crawled. Sure. Like literally never crawled. And he just plops back down and then turns over, starts scooting away. I'm like, all right, at least he can plank. It's a good plank, too. It's strong. Strong boy. Strong core. And he's really long. Still don't know where he got that from. He's so tall. Milkman. Milkman. That's what I always Carl jumped. Malone. The milkman, Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> always delivers. What is he, the second highest scoring? Third now. Third? Ooh. Did LeBron pass him? Is that who passed him? LeBron, Kareem, Carl Malone. LeBron's the highest scoring? Really? That happened this that. that happened this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, congratulations so like to was you, a, LeBron. Yeah, it was towards the end of the season. He he's the all time scoring champion. Nisi, we're gonna be surprised. We don't know if it's a girl or boy. We got surprised on the first one. It was really fun. I enjoyed being surprised. And so did my wife. So we decided to go that route again. That's how the second one happened. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> It was kind of a surprise. We're like, wow, yeah, that happened quick. My first one was a surprise. Yeah. Happens. Happens. Happens to a lot of us. <laughs> Pretty sure I was a surprise. I'll tell you that much. Really? Oh, I guarantee it. Uh, what do you got? How are you? Good. That's good. Work is fine. Works yeah. fine. Whatever. Fine. Works fine. Uh, run of the mill. Everything's fine. Went nice. to State Fair this weekend. That was great. Nice. I, I love our State Fair. I think I'm going Sunday. Oh, right. I know I'm going Sunday. I might also go Friday. Very cool. Yeah. This is the first year in a while that I haven't gone on day one and spent all day just engorging myself with. Our State Fair, I hear, is one of the best. I would. I've heard that. I would. Ha I would be hard pressed to not think that it is up there. It's nothing but fried foods. Fried foods and alcohol and music and and it's kind of cool. Animals I mean, and I and think the animals are cool. Yeah, like you get up and close personal with some cows, some big fat pigs, pigs, horses. You can watch some shows. There's also like the classic, you know, carnival rides. And that's what we, that's what they did. So we were there for like we we went there for Bennett's first wake window. Yeah. So the the fair. Opened at 10, and he had to be down for his nap at 2. So we left about one fifteen ish Yeah. So we were there for about three hours. Okay. We got, you know, he'll, he'll be- good time. He'll be three in a month. Yep. We went and got him. Sorry, he wanted three. to go on the rides, so we got him a wristband. 
and I got a wristband and I went on, we, we just spent an hour and a half just on the rides, just straight, like one after the next, after the next, after the next. Awesome. He went on his first roller coaster, really awesome. tiny, like two year old yeah. roller coaster. But it was like, Benny, you just did your first roller coaster. He was like bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? Bumpy. Yeah. So yeah, it was, bumpy. it was really, it was really fun to watch him experience it and enjoy it which was cool that's cool like that's what parenting is about is watching your kid experience something not yeah some of the other stuff so and then having a corn dog and every toy and whatever it was just we we went to a a gluten-free i got a gluten-free corn dog and gluten-free cheese curd yeah the state fair has to either be one like of the worst. One of the worst nights for you of all time. Yeah. No, there was this. There was a gluten free. No, there huh? was a food truck with a. It was all gluten free, and they had corn That's dogs, awesome. cheese curds, funnel cakes, and I was like, "Yeah, do it up." And I hate corn dogs, but we got Bennett a corn dog because we didn't want to stop at two different places. Of course. So he ate his corn dog, and I had the leftovers. I was like, "Damn, I hate corn dogs, but this was really good." Maybe a gluten free corn dog's where it's at. Yeah, the might cheese be, curds, it might be the thing. The cheese curds. We got we got viewership outside of our place right now. So, come on, pretty come soon on. there's going to be a whole group of people watching us just talking to a microphone. It's called the groupie, voyeurship. candid groupies, <laughs> candid any, yeah. candor vo- candid voyeurism. Yeah, that could definitely yeah. be a She's website or something She's still else. Watching, yeah, yeah, pay extra for that. Yep. Um, we have a fun show for tonight. We've okay. got um. It'll probably be a pretty dirty FMK. It usually is. This one's especially just two words. Size matters. Oh, uh, a top, a fun top five that I think will kind of. We've been talking about the weather a lot in our top fives recently, and this one's really no different. Uh, we have a very iconic, very iconic fat, and there. then we um, are taking a. A Twitter suggestion. Follow us on candid underscore ATC on Twitter. Oh, sorry. It's sorry. X. 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 Is it? I mean, is it just X? Yeah. It's tough. Follow us on X. It's tough. And I mean, then uh, Elon's candid had a lot of underscore good ideas. ATC. I don't know if that was a good yeah, one. It's a brutal one. <laughs> so, what do, uh, do they call them? Do they still call them tweets? I'm, I'm very curious I think about that. so, but. I got kicked off, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's your stance on the giant cream puffs? The giant ones? No, thank you. Well, I the, can, reg- the regular? I can do about a half a cream puff. We got Bennett a cream puff, and he loved yeah. it. So he's had two now. He had one last year, he had one this year. It's kind of the thing. I can do about a half a one. I can't, I, it's a little much. I just me. whipped, I just licked the whipped cream because I can't yeah. have any of the shell. Yeah. My wife hates them. She's like, I don't get go. it. I, I think this is overrated. It's just. Okay, I, whatever. I would definitely say it's overrated. Yeah. I don't hate them, but it is overrated. But our state is pretty much known for it, so I, it's it's incredible to watch them mass produce them and how many oh go God. through. It's it is incredible. It really is incredible. It's like, yeah, no, it's incredible. Yeah. And remember, was the only you can now get cream puffs at like other times. Yeah, and like or restaurants and the like have like made. Grocery store, pick and save, had them on sale. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at They're cheaper here than they are at the yeah. fair. I kind of miss the days where the only place you can get them was a state fair. Yeah. But, I mean, good for them. Hopefully they're making a bunch of money. And, and yeah. maybe that's why some of the fair has improved its quality. Some of it has. Yeah. I can't wait, though. I'm looking forward to it. I love the state fair. It's a good time. Last year I saw, um, what's his face, the comedian... Um, Manitowoc Minute guy. Yeah, Charlie. I saw I saw him during the state fair. That was kind of fun. Oh, oh, pooping. Love popping the oh, bite poppin'. size cream Ooh, puff in sorry. your mouth, and it's just an explosion of cream in your mouth. Thank you, um, Nate, for that. So, for our for yeah. our live people, for our, for our listeners. That's what she said. Yeah. So we have a very fun show. We uh, Oh, uh, where I was going. Our feature topic uh, was from X or Twitter, as it used to be called. Uh, somebody wanted us to make rehab exercises sound dirty. So we're going to do that. We are. Do we have some submissions? Yeah, there were a couple, but I came up with a couple. Uh, Speaking of, of dirty. Yeah. And hopefully the live streamers can help us out. 
Mm. Come with your thunder. Come with the thunder, <laughs> you live listeners. Give us some of these dirty, dirty exercises. Yeah. Make a rehab exercise sound dirty. Oh, so, I, I, wait, hold on. I got to write some down. Yeah, you do that. Uh, well, I thank Healthy Roster, the official sponsor of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Uh, check them out, www.healthyroster.com. Uh, you're back. Hopefully you're not buried under a mountain of physicals and paperwork. If you're using Healthy Roster, it would be much simpler. It's not too late to improve your situation. So you want to save time, you want to save money, uh, mostly time. You want your athletic training uh, documentation to be as easy as possible, then you need to go get yourself a healthy roster. So uh, thanks to Smart Tools, 10% off anything, smarttoolsplus.com, uh, using the code CANDID10. Thanks to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus as well. Uh, discounts on professional liability insurance for the candid athletic training members. I had a, had a member reach out or a former member who's like, Hey, what's the price on this? Uh, I think I'm spending a little bit more with my current professional liability. It's up. And I said, how much are you spending? And he said roughly 220 some odd dollars. Maybe it was two thirty. I said, well, <clears throat> if you're a full-time uh, employee, of somebody, you can get uh, $179 through FA Trainer Insurance Plus, plus your Canon FA Training Membership, uh, as low as $25, which puts you at 204 So we just hopefully save somebody 20 bucks, and that's what we're trying to do. So thanks to all those sponsors. He's frantically coming up with dirty stuff. I no, love it. Just things to remember. Oh, okay. I have, I have some dirty stuff. You got all the dirty secrets. So, lots of uh, do you have anything else? Otherwise, we can start no, some shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? What do you where, what? You pick a segment. I like when you. Let's go fat right away. Let's do our fat. The it's most. The it's going right to be one of the more iconic fats we've done. Probably second. Well, we'll compare this. This will be fun. So um, early on in our podcasting careers, we decided to do the two most iconic cartoon characters, Mickey Mouse versus, uh, it was Mickey versus, Mm -hmm. was it Bugs Bunny? Oh, maybe. I think it was. Yeah. This might be just as iconic, if not more. I'm not quite sure. Maybe that one's, I'm not sure. But- we're going to do Barbie. Barbie. Versus Mr. Potato Head. Two of the most iconic toys of all 100%. time. 100%. Do we know when they came out? Changed. Changed the course of time. I know Barbie has been around let's, for a long time. All right, who's time. older? Who's older? Let's, let's just oh, start there. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to guess. I'm actually going to guess Barbie is older. Because I, th- I think Barbie came out in like the 50s or something. I'm going to call Mr. Potato Head the 70s. What do you got? Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh, Hold your horns. Hold the horses. Old. What do we got here? I'm trying to find the information here. This is good podcast. Who, lo- who did you look up? I'm on Barbie right now. Yeah, look what, up Mr. Oh, Potato Barbie, Head. There's just going to be silence Barbie on the podcast. Introduction. Barbie introduction. Barbie introduced in 1959, March 9th, 1959. So that's three, nine, five, nine. Mr. Potato Head was introduced when? Born. Mr. Potato Head was born on May 1st. 5-1-1952. Mr. Potato Head's older. The original toy cost 98 cents. The kit contained hands, feet, ears, two mouths, two pair of eyes, four noses, three hats, eyeglasses, a pipe. I, they definitely probably don't have the pipe anymore. And eight felt pieces resembling facial hair. <laughs> All right. Barbie, Mr. Potato Head. Who do we want to debate first? You saw the movie. I did see said. the movie. I saw it this weekend. How did it go? I hated it. Yeah? And that... I just it just wasn't as good as I was expecting. 
I had heard so many people say how great the movie was that mm-hmm. my expectations were at a point where I was like, this is going to be great. And I found it underwhelming. I'll gotcha. just say that. I was underwhelmed. There were a few was parts that funny? were okay. Well, like, there was a was couple parts. Was it supposed parts. to be funny? Um, like, what was the... I was very confused it's, that it, all it's of a sudden a there's all this... very powerful movie for women. Okay. That makes sense. Um, in terms of... Uh, the whole movie is basically about expectations and I roles and identity mm-hmm. and stereotypes and being able to go outside stereotypes and not being confined to being one particular thing. Don't be defined by what you do. Gotcha. Be defined by who you are. So Barbie had so many very. I mean, and yeah. so getting into into this, Barbie has so many variations. There's swimsuit Barbie. There's yep. nurse Barbie. There's you know, um, ex. You know, there's how many different professions of Barbie? There's a there, there's one for each. Don't just be that thing. Just be Barbie. Be happy with who you are. That was kind of the point of the movie. Gotcha. You think it was a little thrown in your face? Like they, um, like they could have done it instead no, of like because pointing it was it actually out. it was kind of done in an okay way. Okay, and in fact, the not to ruin the movie, but Ken was going through the same thing. Sure. So Barbie was going through her thing, and Ken was going through his thing, and they were both like, "Oh, who am I supposed to be, and what defines me?" Who am I? And it's interesting as athletic trainers, we get so defined by how many hours we work, how how burnt out we are, how whatever. How many Gatorade coolers we fill? How many ankles we've taped? And I think this is where, in the last three or four years, the 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 shift is happening. The tradition. This is why the traditional setting is very thin ice right now. Is we cannot define ourselves by our role, our job, our hours. Well, that's a good point. Um, I well, think we can. We ca- also can't. One of the hardest things to do is describe what athletic training is, right? 100% agree. Like the definition of a physical therapist is it's transcended to your grandma understands what physical therapy is. Like 90% of people don't know what an athletic trainer is. Swiss army of medicine. Right. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's it's hard to put your finger on what we do because we do everything. It's kind of like when you have to explain a joke, it's no longer funny. 100%. Like when you have to explain yeah. exactly what you do, it becomes like, I don't know. I still don't know what you do then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So, um, so the, in terms of the movie, it was f- underwhelming to me. Sure. I, I could appreciate what they were trying to get a- across and I actually yeah. did took it to heart and I thought they did an okay job with it. It's really funny because I thought the movie moved very slowly yeah. And my wife goes, I thought that went way too fast. I wish they would have slowed down with it. Huh. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I felt the exact opposite. Interesting. Um, it would, There was a lot of back and forth. Um, Did it feel like a kid's movie? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think it was a, a age appropriate for basically everyone. Okay. There were a few things that were... Uh, probably over kids' heads. Like sure. the funniest part. I would assume. It was the beach off. The beach off. Nice. I want to beat you off. Oh. I want to beat you off. <laughs> yeah. I want to beach you oh, off. I want to. I could beat right. you off. <laughs> I, I, that, that was a, a running joke for about a minute. It was really funny. I like it. It was very FMK appropriate. Um. So anyways, so Barbie, she's got some versatility. Uh, I, Mr. Potato Head also is is built on versatility, both super strong characteristics of an athletic trainer. So versatility, I don't know which one's more versatile. I'm not seem, sure. They both seem adaptable to some situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say tried Mr. Potato and true Head, though. Classics? Tried and true classics. Yeah, both. Sure. I mean, that's they're both. So, they're, I mean, the apples to apples here. Yeah. I potatoes think Mr. to potatoes. Mr. Potato Head clearly clearly is a fan of a kit or a fanny pack or carrying all of his belongings with him. 
Yeah, he's definitely yeah. going to have the well. Yeah, he's going to have a little kit or something with him. Yeah. All of his components. I feel like it's pretty. That's Barbie, a pretty good point. Barbie might need a, you know, a, a, an outfit change mid game, depending on what she has to do. Um, Nate, we're doing Barbie versus Mister Potato Head. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie Woodruff, uh, thanks for joining us. Said, "I'd love to see an athletic trainer Barbie as long as they actually get the profession correct." Okay, so would that would, just be khaki would, Barbie? Khaki Barbie, say, cargo is, cargo Barbie, cargo short cargo shorts or cargo <laughs> pants Barbie, polo cargo pants Barbie. What does what's Barbie having? I don't know. Um. Okay. So Mr. Potato Head is going to pack better. Yeah. His kit's going to be a little bit more organized. Maybe. He's all about the supplies. Barbie, uh, let's let's say okay, Mr. Potato Head, tough on the extremities. Tough. Gonna be tough getting out to an injury. Yes, he might a, waddle. A little waddle. <clears throat> what uh, about Barbie's car? I was gonna say Barbie has much better transportation. Much better. What about Barbie's? Barbie has the now. Barbie's knees don't bend. I don't think. Unless I remember. I'm, I don't know for sure. I cannot confirm, confirm or, or deny. deny. Um, there was a big point in the movie where Barbie was uh, on her tiptoes. Uh-huh. And then when she came to life, Pinocchio style, she was like, oh. my, my heels are on the ground. My heels are on the ground. Ah. So we don't have to have high heel athletic okay. trainer Barbie. We might okay. be able to have flat foot Barbie. So at some point in the movie, she's still a toy. Or fake. So they go whatever. from the from the fake world to the real world and back and forth. Gotcha. So like, it's almost like a multiverse kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I'm getting you. And in and in one verse, uh, in in the Barbie world, Barbie is the dominant species, and Ken's the afterthought. And then they come to the real world. Ken is learning that in the real world, the men have ruled and the women have been left behind. And then he goes back to the Barbie world and he tries to take over like in the real uh, world. And so then they're fighting and stuff like that. Plotting. That's, that's the, the main part of the movie. The main what theme. about like, like personality wise? Okay. So I feel like, does Mr. Well, Potato they, Head have a personality first off? Well, he has expressions. Okay. Right? Okay. So he's quick to change. You put a new set of eyes on if he's surprised. Turn that frown upside down, yeah. Mr. Potato Head. All right. Um, Barbie, I mean, the doll, not a lot of expressions going on there. Like, how did they portray Barbie's personality in the movie? Really well. Like, Margot Robbie rocked it. Yeah. Funny. Uh, yeah. Quick footed, maybe. I don't know. There's, maybe. yeah, there's some humor. There's right. some, there's parts where she's, she comes across as funny and there's parts where she comes across as dry. I mean, the actual toy, right? We're talking about things that don't talk and don't really have personalities, mm. but when we think about how they've been portrayed in movies, Mr. Potato Head has some... Are you talking about Toy Story? Yeah. Uh, some sass, I'm going to call it. Yeah. Some grumpy sass, we'll call it. Yeah, what you like. He might be the, the older athletic trainer that has some... Uh, Whittier. However, seasoned. he doesn't seem as calm under pressure. No, no, not at all. In Lacks fact, composure. In fact, every time he gets uh, surprised by something or falls. Some, he falls or <laughs> falls everything apart. everything falls out of his yeah. compartment. Yeah. I think in, in the movie, Barbie did a good job and she actually did some good planning. She, she did, she would be much better at the rehab. I think Barbie might be a little more stoic. Yeah. Composed. Yeah. 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 I think it's so. Um, what about like, okay, so there's Ken and there's like Mrs. Potato Head. So Barbie works better as part of a team. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like there's, with all the different Barbies out there, I think there's a little more team atmosphere. I would, I would not think Mr. Potato Head works well with others. So over the year, over the years, what's that? Facial hair? For who, Mr. Barbie? Does, does Mr. Potato Head gain anything by having that facial well, hair? No. No? I mean, it's a sweet stash. It's a sweet stash. But here, here's where I was going to go. So from from origin to to now, 
how much progress has been made, how much adaptability, how much change have, have so I would assume Barbie has transformed more in the since 1959 than Mr. Potato Head has adapted since 1952. Uh, Other than they probably, probably took away the fact. cigar. Yeah. But have the parts the, changed? The pipe. Apparently it was the pipe. Yeah. Has he changed anything other than that? Is it the same? No. Same eye, same ears, same maybe a mouth. Maybe a different hat. So he's he's not doing his continued education. He's not. He's not growing. No. What? It, but how about this? <laughs> a- athlete walks in. Yeah. Athlete has, I don't know, an endless amount of questions, also late to treatment. And all you have to do, and our Colleen just mentioned this, just put on your angry eyes, and everybody knows how you're feeling. Does that benefit you as an athletic trainer? You don't even have to say any words. Are you supposed to show your emotions or hide Ooh. your emotions as an athletic trainer? What yeah. is the question that you're raising? Huh, huh, huh. And That's I a good question. Personally, feel like in my career, uh-huh, and when I was uh-huh, in the, uh-huh. the setting and now even, you're you're supposed to maintain a professional demeanor. Yeah, well, that would be correct. I don't feel like you really can. Can oh, pun intended. Can. <laughs> Let it fly. However, we just had a huge Twitter debate. Um, hmm. If you follow us, we were tagged in it. Uh, it sounds like a female athlete trainer had a a shouting match or got screamed at by uh, a football coach. And it raised a lot of conversation on is that okay and how do you handle it? And then it became there's a gender component to it, mm. like uh, to some. Sure. So, uh, it it there was a lot of conversation on this. Huh. So, uh, in terms of if you're getting screamed at, should you be able to fire back? Yeah. Or show your emotion, or should you maintain the professional demeanor of a medical professional, and then we'll discuss. address it later. We'll discuss this later. Um, I do think the athletic trainers uh pretty much always professionally need to be the bigger person in those situations. Um, Agree. And then approach the individual that might be disrespectful uh, at a later time. I agree. Hopefully that day so that that individual could be, um, they have the chance then to apologize and say, hey, I should have been a better person. Say, hey, Willie Mays. Say, hey. Um, So, Barbie, Mr. Potato Head, what do you got here? I think, oh, it's just hard to vote for Mr. Potato Head, even even though I think. I'm strong Barbie here. Even though I think he might be hilarious. Yeah. But I think I have to go Barbie. Uh, Barbie for the win. I'll put up a Twitter. Yeah, why not? Sorry, an X poll. An X poll. I just don't think it's going to catch on as much. Like, yeah, it just doesn't seem X. No, I think he's obsessed with the letter X too. I feel like yeah. X is in everything. Like, X there's a Tesla. To you. There's a Tesla Model X. X isn't it like X space too? Isn't that the? Maybe not. I could be wrong. Either way, Elon, yeah. keep doing your thing. Yeah, just keep making billions. Just, just keep doing it. Uh, I'm almost done with this. Barbie. Barbie. Barbie's a winner. Mr. I agree. Potato. Live listeners, give us your feedback. What do you think? You think it's Barbie? Do you think it's Mr. Potato Head? Just do a little quick poll. Um, okay. We got. Remember we used to do polls on here too? We used here. to do polls on here all the time. Live stream? Yeah. I, I would yeah. put it up on there. I don't know. Here we go. Um, you want Let's go to our FMK. Let's get dirty. Oh. Size matters here. Hey. Uh, go. We were talking goniometers in our last episode, weren't we? Let's measure some stuff. It was how often you used a goniometer, and then we're like, well, let's talk about the types. What's the angle you need to get to? Yeah. So, so now we want to F, marry, and kill three type, three sizes of goniometer. There's a 6-inch goniometer, an 8-inch goniometer, a 12-inch goniometer. Those were the three most popular ones that I saw in my... V- Extensive research of Googling goniometers for sale. 
the three most common were six inch, eight inch, twelve inch. So I need you to F, marry, and kill the following sizes. All right. Let's face it. Who needs six inches? <laughs> Nobody needs six inches. Man. And they're going yeah, Is that really measuring anything appropriately? I mean You say you can't get it done with six inches? Oh. Uh oh. Only in those small joints. <laughs> I mean, if I'm measuring some finger dexterity, maybe, I don't know. But I'm thinking, you know, your elbow. I don't know. I'm thinking your shoulder. I'm thinking of that hip. Six inches? I don't know if it's going to get the job done. What if, what if that angle of that movement arm isn't quite lined up to the landmark that you need to direct it at? So we're running. We're going to run the into spot. a fierce debate here. And well, okay, Nate asks, "Is this the total length or just the length of the straight end?" I believe it's the straight end length. Oh, really? I think it's so like each. So there's the circle part in the middle. Yeah. And then I think it's the sick the the, the part that comes off the circle. Ooh. So if you unfolded a six inch goniometer, it's probably more along the lines of twelve plus the circle. You know, you could fit it in your pocket pretty nicely, probably. Got it, but. Um, maybe your back pocket. So back door stuff. You're saying maybe it's better for the back door. I mean your back pocket <laughs> starter kit, <laughs> back pocket goniometer, back pocket Barbie. I mean, what's the point of a, a six inch goni for measuring stuff? I mean, okay, so let's say wrist. <laughs> all right, it's like okay, well, which you know are they even? I don't know. Eight inch seems to be. Getting to be the right course of action. 12 inch just seems excessive. Where are you going to fit that thing? So so here's the root of my uh, like thought process. No berry. No berries. <laughs> so if you've got a large joint and a small joint. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say you're using a six inch to try and get hip, right? That's ineffective. That's not enough goniometer to measure a hip nope. range of motion. It's not. Conversely, let's say you're trying to do some finger oh. flexion and you got a twelve oh, okay. all you have is a twelve inch. Try, yep. What's a worse situation for you? Having too much goniometer or not enough goniometer? Okay. Do you want too little or too much? Ooh. Try measuring this with a twelve inch. <laughs> well, it begs the question of do you need to measure it? Is it even worth? Is it even worth the squeeze? If you're not, you know, it's the juice worth the squeeze. What yeah. a great fucking movie! I gotta watch that one again. Um, let's face it: we're marrying the eight. We're marrying the eight. We marrying the eight. I think we're marrying the eight. I think you have to marry the eight. Might be. It's the healthy middle ground. Yeah. Compromise I mean, for everyone. Let's face it: it's going to be too much for some. It actually might be the leader we need. The leader we need in this country: the eight-inch gun yammer. The, the oh. country's so divided politically, we just need an eight-inch goniometer to smooth everything over. Smooth it out, people. Let's see here. So I'm going to F. I mean, is there anybody on the live stream that would not marry the eight-inch here and go in a different direction? Let us know or forever sure. hold your peace. Yeah. You never get another chance. Um, Twelve inches, man. Twenty-four inches. So now you got to either f the little one or the big one. <laughs> what are you gonna get? What are you gonna do here? I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'll go first. Okay. I'm gonna kill the the big one. Oh. Obnoxious. Yeah. Oh. Because. Yes, it's going to be appropriate for larger body parts. It's going to be, kind of silly on the small stuff. Hmm. If I'm using a small goniometer on a on a big body part, which is not what it's built for, I think that I personally, using these two little eyeballs, mm. I know what my landmarks are supposed to be, and I feel like I can visualize where the line's supposed to be. So I think I can still get the job done with a six-incher. So you can aim right with a six. <laughs> Right. It's also easier to store. It's easier to navigate and use. Yeah. Hide. I'm more used to a six inch. 
goniometer than the 12 inch goniometer. I'll just say that. Pretty sure most of us are. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best one we've done in a while. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can f the twelve. <laughs> well, I mean, but honestly, if I'm trying to use a goniometer that's too small on a large, large party pot, I can still like kind of get the rough estimate of what's going. I guess you, this is the same thing if you're using a big goniometer on a small body part. It's just a little bit more cumbersome, a little bit more bulky. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're try getting the thing. It's too much. It's just too much. Too much for accuracy. I mean, because you don't need to be accurate. I mean, you're you're just you're just grossly getting everything. But then, therefore, you don't have to be as precise. But then, what's the freaking point of measuring something if you're not going to be precise? Yeah, you got to f with the six. Kyle's marrying the six because he works in a hand clinic. Oh, of course. By hand, six is better. Lots of finger so measuring. Kyle saying six is six is better for the hand job. Oh my god! All I got, I mean, legitimately, Kyle. Kyle's like part of the topic. I mean, Kyle's got to have lots of like. I need you to like your fingers. We're getting kicked off. Everything. Jesus Christ! <laughs> lots of finger action in Kyle's world. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's going to lose it later. He's going to lose it. It's fun. I I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm killing I'm killing the 12, marrying that old steady 8. <laughs> I will F with that 6. It gives me a gives me a chance to be nice and accurate. And you know what? I just like that Incredible. I can fit it right in my pants pocket. It's more portable. That's important in life. Yeah. Nope. Did you, did you mm. carry a goniometer in your kit? My kit? Yeah. Uh, you're going. You're going city to city. Travel trunks. must have a goniometer, right? Must travel have. trunks. Yeah. Yeah. For what? Because we did measurements all the time. Internal external rotation after yeah. post throw. Not every day, but like. Um, Couldn't I mean, wait till after the road we trip. Did, we did it three times. Three times a week. No, 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 like three times a season. We did it. So I couldn't wait till you got back for the next homestand? No, because we would do it on a certain, like. Had to be on February 14th. I, that's kinda, not yeah. in the baseball season, but had I mean, to be in July you remember, 14th. You remember who I worked with, right? <clears throat> I mean, that guy was organized. Got everybody done. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a matter of. Every 27th we, and a half day, it must we be. We needed. Like, let's say somebody did come in with something's going on. We would measure and compare to previous measurement. Tell previous you what, measurement. Here's a little secret. It's 2000 and whatever. Yeah. I use my phone all the time. I mean, you don't have a goniometer on the road. I'm sure somebody in that stadium does. Uh, hey, can we, just, can we use your goniometer? Um, yeah. No, I definitely... Um, we used their phones for a lot of yeah. stuff, but no, we always had gonies because we would do shoulder elbow measurements consistently. Three to all right, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but that was in the travel trunks, and let's face it, I was I was packing up an entire athletic training room to bring with us. If it was just one, if I just had my one kit for a road trip, hell no, hell no. Yeah. Was I bringing a goniometer? Now, it's not like they take up that much space if you have a nice, like, flat pocket somewhere, but sure. whatever. Hell no. <sighs> All right. Top, what? Top five. Let's go. Um, Kevin. No. We asked 100 athletic trainers in the last year, how last many days year. have you worn shorts to work? Okay. Then. Or worked in shorts. I guess not like you had shorts on. Got to work and then you changed. Like you were working, yeah, in, working shorts in shorts in the last calendar year. How many I want to know your answer first. Worked uh, in shorts. Zero in the last yeah. calendar year. Zero. Yeah. Uh, in the traditional, when I was in the traditional setting, <clears throat> I would guess 
the number would be around 90-ish. I bet, yeah. yeah. I, could, I could see that. All of August, all of September, half okay. of October. Mm-hmm. Puts me at 75. You know what? I take that back. I bet you it was closer. I, I bet you when I was, even on like indoors, yeah, I would switch into shorts because I was doing some sort of activity with the team. Yeah. So I bet you I would put on shorts. Basically every day I'd switch into shorts. Um, so I'll maybe bump that up to 150, 175 would be my answer in the traditional setting. In my traditional setting, it was other than game time every day because I wore shorts like all day until I had to wear pants <clears throat> when I went on the field. Sure. Um, so that being said, my answers, mm-hmm. 365 every single day. <clears throat> Nobody gets a day off around here. Nobody. <laughs> uh, Zero one, days off. One time I wore shorts. I'm gonna go. That's my answer. Coworker, two. my coworker said that. Number three, zero, because I think there's plenty of people out there that just can't wear shorts during their job. And then I tried <clears throat> to split it in half. 182. And then last but not least, three times I've worn shorts in the last year. Three? Because I bet that's me. I bet I've worn shorts three times, like for work. Okay. And it was probably in, more in like in here, like more the kind of rehab fitness side of my job. <clears throat> sure. But most of the time I'm at not only the, not only the clinic, but over here. And so I generally wear, sh- wear pants. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with wearing shorts. I, it is. What do you think? Do you think you should be able to wear shorts at your clinic? Uh, I do. Yeah. One of my therapists wears shorts predominantly throughout the year. Like he's your classic November, December, it's cold outside, but he's still wearing you're, shorts. You're indoors. He's indoors. Yeah. He gets he gets hot. <clears throat> I like to get hot. And at first I was like, well, it's kind of like unprofessional. But then I, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, no, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah. It's unprofessional about wearing shorts. Um, I wear a t-shirt. Not to bring gender into this. Girl shorts suck? Well, no, but like if girls can wear a dress... Why not? Why, why does it have to be down to the ankle? Why? Like the the attire. I'm saying not yeah. not the not whatever. Yeah. Or like cur- one of I mean, one of our one of our providers like today, female doctor. Yeah. She had uh, a skirt on. Yeah. She didn't look unprofessional at all. No. Guys' legs hairy, <clears throat> weird looking. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's 2023. I think we've got to really wake up in terms of. Do you wear of, tennis shoes at work? Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's, that's like another one. Like, if you're. When I first started my first two months, I like tried to dress. Yeah. Like more uh, dress shoes, collared shirts uh-huh. all the time. And then I went, then I'm like, nah. And now they give us scrubs. So now I'm wearing scrubs with tennis shoes. Oh, sure. Because I don't, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Scrubs are great. I think I think scrubs should be the new athletic training. It's Re- not should a bad. replace the should replace it's really not a bad idea. Should replace the khaki and polo look. Is I think scrubs with. Do you think I would? Do you think more people would understand? Like on a sideline, somebody in scrubs would be like, "Oh, that's a medical professional." I don't think it would be a far jump. Yeah, interesting. I when I first worked in my clinic, I. I went that like business casual look mm-hmm. a lot, like a button down mm-hmm. with like, you know, I mean the pants I have on right now are like, you know, those khakis that are really comfortable, your Lululemons, your whatever brand you like. Um, and with like kind of this, I don't know, what, what are they called? Like um, comfortable, like leisure, Ath- leisure, leisure wear, like leisure, F- F- leisure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but also, like, my shoes, I would wear, like, nice-looking, like, oh, you could wear that to a, a work event, but also your comfortable kind of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the most part, I wear a T-shirt that is, but I just try to make it, well, actually, no, I, I wear a T-shirt every single day. I try to wear brand stuff just because I like that, and it's just kind of self-promoting, and I, I like most of our T-shirts that we have. 
Um, but I still wear pants, but all my pants are now like comfortable and I can move in them. They're not, I don't get too hot and they wear tennis shoes because hell, fuck, I want to be comfortable. But, um, yeah. What do we got in the top five? Give me the answers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, kind of all over, uh, a good one. Four athletic trainers said 100 days out of the year. Uh, five athletic trainers said 150. So we've had 100. So nine between the... All right, so we had four that said 100, five that said 150. Five people also said 120, so that was a tie for third place. Mm-hmm. Uh, in second place, nine people said zero. Yeah. And then in first place, 12 people said 200. 200. 200. So then what I did <clears throat> uh, is I, I kind of added up below 100... Above 200, and then between 100 and 200. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I broke it kind of into thirds. Yeah. Even though from 200 to 365 is a little bit more, but there's days off there for are. some people. Some. <clears throat> Zero to 99, uh, 42 people. Okay. Uh, 100 to 199 was 21 people. And then 200 or more. 28 people. Yeah. So 50%, so 42 said below 100, and then basically 49 people said more than 100, so it was almost 50% of the people said less than 100. Yeah. I wonder, is it it weather dependent? Uh, Yeah, I'm guessing that's what it, I'm guessing what it is. And so. how many of these shorts were khaki cargo shorts? Huh? I want to know, people. Yeah. I just put a, a thing up, a, a poll up on uh, social media. I'll just say it that way. Uh, oh, we've got four votes in the first two minutes here. Would you be, if you work in the traditional setting, would you be in favor of wearing scrubs to work? I'm guessing 70, everything. 75%. Oh. Three out of the four said yes. One I said it would no. would be 100. Wow. Oh. Wait, three out of the four said no? Three out of the four would not be opposed. Would, are in favor of wearing scrubs, okay. want to All wear right. scrubs. Gotcha. Mike Hopper said, I do sometimes wear scrub joggers, but I don't think I'd wear a scrub top. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Young said, I love wearing scrub pant joggers for indoor sports. Yeah. I actually love my scrub top because it's got a place for my pen. Like, it's got a pocket, yeah. but then, like, a, another side pocket for... This so it it's it's awesome. Huh. Uh, I I actually like my scrub top more than I like my scrub bottoms because my cell mm-hmm. phone falls out of my scrub bottoms because they're so like the pockets are so big. Yeah, my cell phone falls out all the time. Yeah, on my pants. See, <clears throat> did you know them? Sc- no. Oh. Um. There were people outside waving at us. The only time I consistently wore have worn scrubs in my life. Um, massage therapy school. That was like our our, yeah. uni, our uni, and so I I was wearing them a decent amount, and pretty popular in that realm. Um, comfortable, like I was always comfortable. But you know when you have like your favorite pair of sweatpants, yep, that are so comfortable, and you just oh god, just can't wait to get home and throw my sweatpants on. But then you're like, oh, you know what? I need to go to the store. So you throw your keys in your pocket and you throw your phone in your other pocket and you're like, God, like and the, your phone flips around because the pocket's like loose and the your, your sweatpants are kind of loose and baggy, whatever, whatever. Scrub, any pair of scrubs I had either didn't have pockets and I'm sure a lot of them have pockets now, but carrying things as an athletic trainer with scrub pants, I feel like would maybe be difficult. Maybe. Like, or like a lot of scrubs, and again, I don't know the new scrub game, but they're like the tie, like the yeah the string tie, and um, I got the ones that are like button and zipper. Button. They're okay. they're great, like the the Grey's Anatomy line. Oh, that's right, you said really that. really good. I'm sure there's pretty great scrubs out there nowadays that yeah. they'd figured out. I'm sure Lulu's Lulu's working on a pair. <clears throat> Interesting, but yeah, okay. Need them as also a sponsor. 
We should get them as a sponsor. Anybody know anybody at Lululemon? They should sponsor the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Discounts for all ATs. Oh, that's, that's interesting. What we're, that's what we're going for. You know, it's crazy. That's the kind of partner we need. Lulu. So, back in the day, so if anybody doesn't know this and you love Lululemon, they have like programs that like if you work in a certain industry, you're a yoga instructor, you're a fitness instructor, you are a, a even like I think they recognize like let's let's say even like massage therapists, you get I think twenty percent off. It's like a decent discount. It's not five percent. And so back when I was in professional sports, I went to a Lulu store and I said, you know, I wanted to buy some stuff. And they're like, Oh, like do you work in any kind of, you know, field? And I said, Well, I'm an athletic trainer for the Milwaukee Brewers. And they're like, Oh, well, you qualify for our discount. I'm like, cool. And then like about a year ago, I went to a Lulu store again and I said, Hey, like, so I should get like a little discount. I'm in your I forget what they call it. It's it's not the ambassador stuff. It's something else. Um, and they're like, oh, we just like revamped our program. Like all you have to do is reapply. And I reapplied and athletic training wasn't in it. That's the and problem. I said, that's the biggest problem. I was like, hey, so I'm an athletic trainer. Like, it, and even now, like it was at a point where like, I own an orthopedic wellness clinic that has rehab and like fitness and all this stuff. Like, can I show you what my my job is and can you put me in the system? And they're like, well, it kind of, it has to go through this corporate blah, 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 blah. And if they don't really recognize what your profession is, you're not going to get it. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I actually have reached out to Fabletics. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get in touch with someone there, but there's maybe, maybe we could tell, (gasps) right. If Fabletics, (laughs) I'll call Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, uh, everybody, I know Kevin Hart really well. Um, no, I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, Fabletics versus Lulu. All right, so like. For a fat? No, like, so if Lulu's not going to recognize athletic trainers, Fabletics might want to. Yeah. And I, how many athletic trainers are there? 60,000? Boom. Let's do it. There's a running list of discounts on socials for ATs. Pretty sweet. Where's the at? Megan, send us over that list. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Maybe, maybe we can get a little more. Um, but anyway, what are we doing? We FNK did. Still? Yeah, we were just no. doing our top five, the shorts. Um, wondering if it was weather related. And then we got into scrubs. That's a great point, Colleen. Scrubs for indoor sports. But football in the South, where it's been 90s with a thousand percent humidity for scrubs, could you imagine the amount of sweat stains? <clears throat> oh, it is on ID me. That's what I figured. Okay. ID me. What the heck is ID me? ID me is you put your you put your um, provider, yeah, and then you get a, yeah. Well, your NPI and all that stuff. Somebody was trying to get us. Uh, I think it was Dylan was trying to get us. To have ID me recognize athletic trainer. This was a couple of years ago, and oh. clearly they probably already are. I don't even know so, what it is. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else? You learn something. Any every other? Day. No, I've got no more shenanigans. No. Do you want to like get on to like a little topic? Yeah. Of the let, week? Let's do our feature topic. All right. Yeah. Who's ready for some dirtiness? So let me just. I pull up, up. I pulled up the X. Pull up the X. The Twitter. Uh, the tweet. Whatever yeah. it is. Uh, and it was. Uh, courtesy of Josh Dossie. Uh, J.K. Dossie said, at candid underscore ATC, topic suggestion: Make a rehab exercise sound inappropriate. He said TKEs, TKEs become pop that VMO. Pop that VMO. <clears throat> Kevin Joy said RDLs oh. would be called bend and snaps. Yeah, bend and snap. <clears throat> and then Nate said glute bridges are now called pelvic thrusts. Thrusts. Thrust that. So um, what do you got? 
I got a couple. I got and well, one live listeners get get on this train. Yeah, Let's if you've go. got because I've only got some, a couple, so we we would like to dirty like, exercises. Yeah. So the first one I thought of, uh-huh. uh is something I've talked about on the show before. I call it the violator. <laughs> yeah, it's just a partner assisted a partner assisted uh happy baby pose. Okay, it's a stretch. All right. But I call it. I always called it the violator. <laughs> and as soon as I would say that, people would either laugh or give me the most creeped out look ever. Yeah. And then I would do the stretch on them, and then I'd be like, in the middle of it, I'd be like, "Do you get? Do you want to know why I called the violator?" <laughs> and then they laugh, and I say, "Don't make eye contact, please. <laughs> please, no eye contact during the violator. Yeah. No, no eye contact during happy baby. Happy baby. partner assisted." Uh, so in my everyday life now, I can't tell you how many times I talk about pelvic control and I can't tell you how many times I, I talk about pelvic tilt and I can't tell you how many times. Oh, that's what I have. Pelvic tilts. Oh my God. So freeze twerk. That's what I call it. Freeze twerks. Freeze. Freeze. I get, okay. I get it. Yeah. You're twerking. Which yeah. like freeze. Look at that. Freeze twerk. I like it. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna use that one. So <laughs> if you are pelvic thrusting in well, maybe in a partner violator stretch, trying to You're gonna end up pregnant. Procreate. <laughs> And maybe you're only walking around with a six-inch goniometer. Megan wants you to show the the, the oh, twerk. What does she want? <laughs> she wants to see what you got oh. back there. <laughs> well, we only want to see Chad's pelvic twerks. Um, only at work. So posterior pelvic tilts, and I I can only speak from a gentleman's uh, like point of view. But you know, maybe if you're not walking around with a twelve-inch goniometer. You know, and you want to get to some space deeper. A, a posterior tilt of your pelvis is a very popular way to try to do that. And so I, on occasion, have been known to, with some adults, say, hey, you know what, the moment of deepest, that's what I want you to do. Posterior tilt that thing a little bit. So that's your cue. That my cue. Your like, cue hey, is, hey, I want you to think about this in the sack. Like, I, I know you didn't stand in line for that thing. And, like, if unless you're walking around with your goniometer that nobody wants, I mean, get it in there deep and light, nice and deep black. Nisi said sitting in uh, a saddle, oh, sitting in a straddle, straddle to stretch. stretch. The straddle stretch. Open your legs, oh, or your Megan legs. called it the, the leg splitter. Yeah, open. <laughs> so, Another thing I do with a lot of my patients is um, a pubic symphysis mobilization. Oh, no. Okay? I think you have to pay for that. And so, and so, <laughs> so I, and this is really, this is really valuable. And <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> All right. There's, so, there it is. It so probably to, didn't help that I have black on. Um, yeah. So, a pubic symphysis mobilization. You can get a pubic a PS mob really easily by when somebody's like on a table, they are supine, bend their knees, feet flat, feet together, tell them to abduct their hips. And then they're, then they're going to squeeze in between, right? So do you go like, do you go elbow to, elbow to wrist or how do you do it? You just go, no, hand, you just, I just, I like go. You're saying squeezing. Like oh, so like if, if somebody, if I'm um, uh, perpendicular to my patient, yeah, I hold the opposite knee and then I hold the one that's closest to me like this. Oh, I would um, always wedge yeah. my my forearm in between them and have them squeeze. The only reason I don't like that is because sometimes it needs like a different range, sure. and so it usually I usually can find it. I find that find perfect it spot. But to get the person in the the position, I always say, okay, bend your like bend your knees, feet flat, and feet together. And then they're like, okay. And then I, I, I put my hands on the outside of their knees and I say, okay, like push out. And then very often they only push one direction. Like they, they like push all the, to the left. And I said, no, 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 like 
Um, spread them. Spread them. That's what spread I was them. thinking. <laughs> spread them. <laughs> like, that's so good. Every once in a while, I'm like, God, I really hope they're like, I'm not trying to do something dirty. I'm trying to help you here. Spread them. Yeah. Uh, Megan just said sideline hip abduction. Show them the goods. Yes. Show me the goods. Yanking it. Oh, God. Uh, yanking it. When yeah. you have to realign I'm someone's hips and you pull their leg to even it out. Yep. Yanking on that hip. Um, the next one I have. Way to go, Nisi. Um, More people sh- need to do that. Shoulder cars. Yeah. Okay. Shoulder cars. Yep. Miranda rights. Oh. I'm going to read you the Miranda rights. Yeah. Not dirty, but not I too mean, dirty, but it's I mean it's, it's a up Miranda, there. right? Um, you never know. I mean, if you're cuffing somebody, yeah, maybe I could be dirty. Uh, how about four way ankle exercises? Just call those um, foot fetishes. Oh yeah. So I want you up and down, side we're to gonna, side. We're gonna see. I what got that, a foot fetish. We're gonna see what that foot can do. Yeah. Um, another one I had was um, scap, scapular retraction and down. Okay. Just a, a good old fashioned scap. Some call those wet t shirt winners. Oh. Okay. I like it. Get your wet t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> wet t shirt winners. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That is nice and good. I want you to work on your scap. I love it. Control. And then um the other one I just had written down, I didn't even really get anywhere was um Oh, foot fetish should be toe yoga. Get those toes exposed. Uh, clamshells. Uh, do we mention those clamshells? We haven't just done Just sideline. That's another show them the goodies. Yeah. Any, any sort of clamshell would be really easy to make dirty. Absolutely. 100%. Get, get, those, get those legs spread. So what I wrote down earlier, yeah. and it, this has nothing to do with athletic training, but <laughs> I thought about like... It's perfect for this podcast. Those... <laughs> Those moments like when you when you are an athletic trainer and you're trying to describe an exercise or something and you're like, oh my, like I was talking about the PS mob and I'm like, oh God, I wonder if they just thought I was talking dirty to them. But imagine a 16-year-old Kevin and I'm in a, uh, like a speech class, right? Like, you know, put, like you have to stand in front of your class and give a presentation or whatever. Well, one of the presentations was you had to describe an activity. Yeah. Right? And, like, you had to, like, step-by-step walk somebody through an activity. And I chose swinging a golf club because I love golf. And, like, sure, I mean, I can walk somebody somebody through that any day of the week. And I can't tell you how many times I had to say, align the head with the shaft. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not realize how dirty that was going to be until I'm standing in front of my class and I kept saying shaft head and there's of course teenage boys in the class and they're all just laughing and I'm like oh my god I can't believe I just gave an, a presentation and said head and shaft about 73 times it's just good clean it was fun. awesome good luckily, clean luckily I had a nice laugh out of it too so it was good so what you was, have to do oh you have to I have to but that's that's what I wrote down earlier I was just like oh my god I can't I it was instantly brought back to high school. What was dirty and you didn't think it was going to be dirty? RDLs and deadlifts can also just be bendovers. Bendover. I mean, there's doggy styles, right? Well, that's what Megan said. Oh, what? Yeah. Kids, kids call their toes dogs. Oh. So if you ask to take the socks off, you could call it doggy style. Expose your dogs. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Oof. 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 Um... Yeah, so that was my it. list. I like your list. We we should do that more often. I think we should. We'll I have think to we come up with round two of Talk Dirty to Me. I love it. AT edition. Talk Dirty to Me. Nate said squats, drop it like it's hot. Let's do some drop it like it's hot. Drop it like Totally it's not hot. dirty, but I, I mean, I talk about pooping in the woods all the time. Really? Yeah. Getting a little, uh, what if, uh, what if the, the guy I work with, he calls it uh, bootstraps. Oh. Call your like grab your bootstraps and like you do like a deep squat like while you're holding on to your ankles. I, just, I call it pooping in the woods, but is Abe squatting? You know he doesn't. No, not really. Yeah. Not yet. I can't wait for it though. Yeah, it's he so, did it. It's so much fun to watch little kids. Squat. He actually they do it so good. One time he did, but it was like for a millisecond. And Jackie was like, "Oh my god, you would have been so proud." He like squatted down to like pick something up. 
But no, he's not at, he's like, uh, he just bends over, you know, he's like, Ooh. yeah, almost. He'll get there. I can't wait for it. Yeah, it gets really it's so fun cool. Though. So cool. So we went from talking dirty to talking about little kids. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it happens. Squat. That's how, well, that's how, and they said squat, and it's that's how little kids get created. People talking dirty with each other. Drop it like a, you dropped it like it's hot twice now. I so. did. You know what? We will do it again. Everybody, yeah. you know what? Write them down, everybody. You know, and if you even have some su- suggestions, you can you can go over to candidathletictraining.com. And you can leave your suggestions right when you open that webpage. Something pops up, and that will email us, letting us know what you the, what you want us to talk about. And if that's something dirty, we will talk about it, just to let you know. Yeah, we love that. Leave your suggestions at candid underscore ATC, right? And I think that's what I got. Uh, which character would make a better athletic trainer? We put it on we social media. It's... It's pretty close right now, 54 to 46%. Right now, uh, Mr. Potato Head in, hey. in the lead. Actually, I mistyped that. It said me, Potato Head. <laughs> They'll get the point. Uh, and also, if you work in the traditional setting, would you be in favor of wearing scrubs to work? Right now, 68% yes. Oh, it's 32%, 32% said no. No, that's the same. Oh, oh it, yeah, It just yeah, went right. down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it right. was 75 right. So, I mean, that was it's only 20 minutes it. old. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, very interesting. That's what we do here. Have fun, random conversations. Yep. Uh, thanks to Healthy Roster, uh, official sponsor of Canyon Athletic Training Podcast. Also, thanks to Smart Tools Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. A couple of our good friends that can give you some deals and discounts uh, just for listening to us. So, thank you so much. Uh, next week, episode 230. I look forward Ooh. to it. I hope everybody has a good week. Say bye. Bye.